0: What's up, guys? Today on the DubSpot Partner Podcast, we speak to our partner in the UK, Proto. Uh, Proto have been around as a HubSpot partner for about five years, but over the last 24 months or so, we've really seen a huge growth in the partnership, so it's someone that we're really proud of. Today, we have a chat with Hugh Roberts, who works in the sales team there. He works with a lot of our sales reps here in HubSpot to make sure that they're solving customers' problems together. Um, we talk about the the 22 year past history of proto where they came from the niches that they serve as well as the broader market and uh, how they can help customers of hubspot get the most out of the product hugh seems really uh, enthusiastic about hubspot and you know he seemed to know a lot about the hubspot platform generally so if you're interested in learning about how hubspot applies to you know niche industries uh, this one might be one for you over to the guys (music) Welcome to the DubSpot Partner Podcast, where we chat to HubSpot partners about how they deliver outstanding value to their customers in an evolving technology landscape. And now live from HubSpot EMEA HQ in Dublin, here's your host, Luke Curry. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the DubSpot Partner Podcast. My name is Luke, I'm your host. Um, Usually we'd be doing this out of Dublin, uh, HubSpot HQ, uh, but until next month, we're, we're still working at home, so we're doing our best here. We've got Hugh Roberts online. How's it going, Hugh?
1: Yeah, good, thanks, Luke. Um, wish I was coming next month, if I'm honest. We've got a trip over to Dublin.
0: Yeah, you know what? You're very welcome. Anytime you'd like to come over, we'll we'll uh, we'll show you around. Uh, we'll show you the ropes of Dublin. It will be a great time. Um, so Proto is the is the business, is the, the consultancy, is the partner that we're talking about today. Um, and if anybody wants to go see Hugh, you can go to the the website, and he's on the front page telling you all about the uh, all about the uh, the business, which is really great. So Hugh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me today, Luke. Do you know, one thing I'll, while we're on the subject. Um, and we'll, we'll do a deep dive on the business now in a second but while we're on the subject I love having videos on the website to just kind of beam the information into me I want to know I, I don't want to dig into different pa- paragraphs and stuff like that I'll do that if if I you know have enough information to go on before I dig in that's what I want I want to know what's going on and yeah. I have never seen a uh, seen a video series in a pick your own adventure like that. Um, so so for the people that are listening if you go to uh, uh, proto.com it's going to be p-r-o-d-o you'll be able to see uh, (laughs) Hugh out there telling you exactly what the business is all about but when the first uh, short video is over you can then pick the kind of next video that you want to see you know given the the part of the customer journey that you're in or the area that you're interested in it just takes you to the next video I think it's fabulous is that your idea Hugh? It wasn't actually
1: my idea. It just came from the marketing team. So um, it's a platform called VideoAsk. Obviously, we've been HubSpot partners for ages. So we're always looking at new innovative ideas that we can use to generate ourselves the leads. Um, obviously, video has been such a massive help from the sales process and the marketing process. And we just like to try different things to see what it, how it works. And VideoAsk... It's just a great little piece where we can do snippets of video contents and then we drive them down certain paths using those calls to actions. Um, and we're starting to get some really good results from it, um, which is great. It's so, yeah, people can just know a little bit more about us and, and just click through to different pages.
0: It's so interesting because, you know, in my, in my kind of sales career, um, before I was working with partners kind of on a on a full-time basis when I was at direct sales, you know, I'd spent a lot of time working uh, looking at a prospects' websites, trying to, f- a lot of time I was trying to figure out exactly what they, what they do. If it's, you know, one of them type of old school websites that it's almost like a, a business card. It's not very interactive. You know, it doesn't, kind of give me the kind of essence of the business uh, but for you guys that's not the case which is great so before we get lost in a conversation about all this kind of new kind of marketing tech martech um yeah. what's the what how would you describe the proto business where do you fit in that business and uh what's it all about yeah so um
1: very brief background to proto we are in our 23rd year of trading this year which wow. is incredible so uh our ceo she's still very much part of the business today um pippa adams She started the business down in 98 So we actually started as a web development agency. um, But around seven years ago, we transformed to become a HubSpot partner agency. And it was down to the the shift in the noughties. Obviously, website development, when we first started, it was, you know, low budget websites. And then we got uh, more qualified uh, developers in. And then we started to think about more UX and design approach. And as that industry evolved, you know, they then looked at different areas. You started looking at paid advertising. You started looking at SEO. You started looking at marketing campaigns. And that's where HubSpot came into its own for us. So it just seemed like a natural fit and a natural transition. Um, so, yeah, we, we've been we've been around for a while. And we like to look at ourselves as innovative innovators inside of the space as well. Um, I suppose for for context as well, we, we do a lot of work with various industries but probably where we've made our biggest name is with housing associations in the uk um so our our ceo uh started working on a number of tenders back in the day um building websites for housing associations and they had a specific challenge which was getting people online um it was a lot it it still is to this day uh, very costly for Uh, a tenant or a resident of a housing association to go into the the housing association with any queries or complaints uh, rather than actually transacting online. So the the channel shift for them is a huge thing. So that's really where we started to grow in that market uh, and understand about those challenges and use technology as that changer for it. We're using websites, customer portals, and now over the last few years, we've been introducing them to, to HubSpot and how marketing automation can really support Customers get online, but then actually be an advocate online as well. It's not just about adopting it; it's advocating it as well.
0: It's amazing. It's, it's such an interesting niche that you guys were that are involved in, and something that I never came across at working with any other partners that you know the doing that type of work for such a, a kind of narrow segment. I guess it's big enough in the UK that you can make a 20-year uh, career out of it, right? It's a, uh, it's pretty amazing. I think if you've been in business, I you know I've talked to a few. Uh, businesses recently that have been 20 30 years old i think if you're over 20 years old you've been doing something really well uh for your customers no one no one kind of flukes it for 20 for two decades right so it's uh it's great to see so congratulations about that uh to you and also to, to pip as well for sticking it out for for 23 odd years you know um, definitely
1: i think we're, we're all really proud of the the business and where they've come to and you know the the, the housing association space you know occupies around 50 percent of our work um but it's actually how we can innovate in housing associations is probably based off what we learn in professional and commercial sectors, Okay. Um, because they're so much richer in terms of their thinking process. Uh, they want to innovate quicker so we can make those changes. We can use HubSpot to test those markets and, and get those results. And then we can actually translate that into the housing associations where they might be later on adopters uh, of digital platforms and technology, but then they can see how it would benefit them.
0: It's so interesting as well. And you talk about on the website quite a lot about digital transformation. And this is one of the things where I worked, one of my partners was based in Germany and they were, you know, uh, they, their focus was digital transformation. And it seemed like every time I talk to a different person, it means something different. But when you guys say that, what's the, what's the kind of the ethos behind that? Or what are you guys trying to do with the company that's looking for digital transformation? What areas do you work with?
1: There's a few, there's a few ways. So we, we have, um, two methodologies which we follow because we, we obviously operate in two very different sectors, which is the um, the, the housing sector. And we, we, we call that methodology ACS, which is accelerating channel shift. So the main challenge, like I said, is, is getting people to go online and transact digitally. Yeah. So digital transformation for housing association can mean so many things. It could be starting very simple with a, a website trying to direct customers uh, online. Uh, to any queries that they might have. But then, you know, for for other fast-moving companies themselves, they might be thinking, okay, well, we want to get them online, but how much of this do we want to go online? Do we want to make sure that everything is now paperless within our business? Do we want to make sure that all of the payments are done online as well? Do we want to make sure that's done through a customer portal? Do we want to make sure that we can track actually how many transactions we're having online versus offline? And it's basically an overhaul of essentially their systems and technology to make them more efficient and to get those gains out of it um because as they are non not-for-profit organizations you know we're there to make their residence life much easier but also sustainable for that business uh in the long-term future as well
0: it's, a, it's something just kind of triggered me there when you were uh, talking about that because the, the the paperlessness that i think that's almost a that that if there's paper involved in any type of the part of the business that's almost like a symptom of where an improvement could be made that's what i I think (laughs) if you get the pen and paper things are not going well like i i have an example (laughs) of of i've been you know rearranging some financial stuff and uh, you know trying to deal with two different you know like like a life assurance place and another uh, another place and one one uh, setup was completely Seamless. I mean, everything was over the phone. They sent me the docu sign, and I just did it same day. And they they've had me in business for a few months at this stage. And then another company that does pretty much the same thing. I'm getting a different product off them, but I mean, for all intents and purposes, I could have got everything from these guys, which would have been a nightmare, by the way. But the the, the process has gone on for months because you know you got to sign this. bit I'm printing things out. I'm sending things through. The, you know, the post office, which are all backed up right now because all the COVID stuff going through. Like, it, it, there's so much, like, the digital transformation, the first time I heard that kind of phrase was a few years ago, and you'd think that everyone would be on board by now, but there is a huge amount uh, still to do. You know? It's crazy, and, you know,
1: it, it's it's rife in in every sector that we basically talk to as well. So, you know, going back to the point before, you know, ACS, that's one side. The other side is ALG, Accelerate Lead Generation, Um, which is is your basic concept of inbound marketing and helping businesses generate better qualified leads. And it's quite shocking still how many people are doing, you know, the majority of their marketing offline uh, or an outbound way of marketing. And it's, you know, a lot of of the the role that I have as a sales advisor here is educating those prospects um, and talking them through what they're doing at the moment and how far behind they're getting left. Um, it's still madness to me that, that some businesses still operate in that way.
0: And it's, it's crazy as well because you're talking to... So one of the things that I've always found interesting as a salesperson, um, when you're advising those people um, that you know still have that gap in their business or whatever, it's almost like a, a consultation for those guys because you're speaking to 50 people in that industry every month, so you're, you're seeing what's happening in the industry and you're saying, you're getting left behind or at least you could... Uh, do what your competitors are doing here, and uh, kind of get this together. So I think that's a really that yeah that's selling from a place of value as well. You know, yeah. Sure. I
1: think it's the, the 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 modern day sales advisor. That's what they have to do. They have to provide value. And you know, if you if you rewind the clock, 15, 20 years ago, that's I think that's where salespeople have got their bad rep. Is there was that obviously in selling in financial services, etc. And I don't think people have ever really gotten over that. Um, so when it comes to trying to look at new ideas. Some people think it's a scam, um, but it's just showing them what the actual value is, where you can offer. Yeah. And I think, you know, the reason why we've got such a good reputation is probably because of that longstanding effect that Pip has had for 22, 23 years. We are considered a trusted partner now. So people have a lot more time to, to discuss these opportunities with us. And it may take them six, it may take them 12 months or even longer, but eventually we know that we can educate them enough to, have that way of thinking if it's going to fit their business model
0: really cool so what what type of what type of business or what type of uh, kind of projects would you be the best at let's take take a take a an example of outside of the the, the the housing services space um a HubSpot customer what type of projects do you kind of like doing what type of projects do you excel at doing is there something that you when you get on the call you're like yes we can nail yeah. this one So
1: I reckon if you asked every single person in our business, they'd give you a different answer um, of what they like doing, what projects that they want. Uh, For me, uh, I think the onboarding and implementation, that's where we come alive because essentially that's either the start of someone's journey with in marketing and the actual platform itself, or it's somebody that's already a part of the system, but it's gone wrong, that implementation point of view. And essentially it's the most important part. It's the most critical part. It's basically understanding what their full digital strategy is. Implementing a system in that way, the campaigns, which is the fun stuff, that comes afterwards. But getting the system up to grips to begin with, that's really where we come to life Um, when we scope out projects. That's what I love to do. It's really understanding, right? What's this person's full sales process? How does this fit into HubSpot's methodology? then flip it. How does this fit in from a marketing point of view? How can we implement that? What tools are they not going to be using? What can we really add value to? Um, And this is something that I I think HubSpot is brilliant at is but it's also a restriction to the customer as well. Um, That HubSpot has such an array of tools. The platform is just growing. You know, you've got weekly product updates. So it's essentially hard for any HubSpot customer to keep on top of it all and use every single tool. So that's really where we fill that gap. We wanna make sure that they're using every tool. Um, and that's really where we provide that value. We wanna make sure, okay, you bought HubSpot because you want automation, you wanna use it for email marketing. You've not even touched the surface with it. We wanna really get under the hood and say, how much more value this can add to you, this can add to you, this can add to you. Yeah. Um, so that's really where the onboarding, and the implementation and understanding that digital strategy, that's really where we come alive. Um, and then, naturally from that, the the fit is we we show our worth, we show our value, campaigns come off the back of that. And that's what the rest of the team get really interested in. But for me, I, I just love understanding the strategy and how we can implement the system.
0: It's fantastic to, to hear that. I think it, like from a, any, so if you even take HubSpot out of this, like any sales organization, it's great to have partners that are interested in the kind of long tail, right? Because there is, there is a, yeah, you know, sales you know, you've got your your targets. If your if your day to day is going to be uh, selling a, a software, that's what your focus has got to be. Um, and if you're very successful at your at your job, you'll have a huge amount of customers that you've brought on. And to make sure that you're educating those customers, making sure that you're kind of keeping in touch with those guys, it does get to a point where you know, if there was someone else that you could, you know, work with for that long tail, I think that benefits everybody the, the sales rep, the organization, as well as the the customer at the end of the day. So i i'm i'm with you on that one hugh um from from a a case study point of view I, mean, I, was ha- I was having a look at the uh at, at your guys account and it looks like you've been on a great run with hubspot generally um over the last year or so um lots of really nice uh, customers that you've brought on is there anyone that stands out to you or anyone that's on your website already uh you don't even have to name names even a type of customer that you've been working with, put them out uh, with them. i
1: got a type of customers so uh that we're working with at the moment and uh normally i would stay uh i would just finish my role as a sale advisor and we'd hand it over to an account director um but as part of signing on with this client uh they asked me if i would be the account director uh which i agreed to because it was a nice business to work with and uh i saw a lot of growth opportunity with it. so they are a property development company um across the uk they do they have a number of different developments um and essentially it is for um uh, uh, rent uh, rental uh, properties in city centers which are high end okay uh, so they have a specific personas that they target which is slightly different to a lot of the work that we do it's business to consumer rather than business to business but they try and target like the 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 high market value uh people who'd want to live in city center apartments and they get a load of amenities. You know, yeah. some of them have uh, rooftop football pitches. They've got cool. on-site gyms, so you can imagine going there is like for a meeting. It's amazing. Yeah. But um, they they were already an existing HubSpot user themselves. But their marketing director had taken them as far as they could have gone. Okay. And we went in. We did a portal audit for them. We had a look and said, "Look, you're using 50%, 60 percent of the HubSpot, and what you're doing is great. What's this other forty percent?" while using it and it's like a light bulb click moment for them um it's like yeah okay let's go into partnership let's let's do this and what we did was because they had one development that was live at the time they have got seven more developments which are going live later this year start of next year some are live already they wanted to standardize their whole sales process and then they wanted to standardize their whole marketing process and then for every new development that goes live they wanted us to basically replicate those processes for each single development, Wow. whilst working with them on campaigns, whilst supporting them on other wider stuff, which is, you know, great stuff. But for us to really get under the skin of actually the business, the operational stuff, how it all worked, we got to understand, you know, re-onboard them from a sales perspective, really simplify that sales process, simplify their renewals process, understand how the data is flowing within HubSpot. That was ace. Like we really enjoyed that as a project and the clients saw value because they said, okay, let's mobilize, let's do all of these different uh, developments. And it's just continued to grow and it's continued to be exciting for our technical team because they're open to changing, they're open to, um, you know, implementing new things as, as the system upgrades as well. So we, we've managed to get them from professional up to enterprise in like four months. They're now on the full growth stack um so they're really bought into hubspot as a platform they're really bought into proto as a partner and we're only seeing good things and we're only seeing more and more results that we come through from it um which is amazing for us
0: what a story i think that's a a great example of you know you guys kind of kind of digging into a, a portal like i said just based on an audit now you've got seven of these uh uh developments that are going live and it's a you know it's because sometimes i think if you're if you're working with a, a customer that has that type of kind of high end of, i hate the word high end because they're not high end people they're you know, high you end know <laughs> yeah. luxury luxury that's <laughs> yeah. what i meant yeah, yeah. L- luxury people you know people who uh have kind of disposable income i'll say uh to have those types of luxuries um that's a, a very competitive niche to go after you know um so they'll there's companies out there will have to Get pretty smart to uh, to convert those those types of uh, those types of kind of limited amount of leads. So, loads and loads of work to do there. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a, a, an interesting nut to try to crack uh, for those guys. So, um, it's great to hear that they're obviously seeing results. They're investing when in you guys investing in the platform. So that's an amazing story. Thanks very much for that. And um, just on in conclusion, like because um, we're at 20 minutes already, believe it or not, what's the what's the story with Proto for the next five years from a, a, a growth point of view are you guys like what's the what's the plan for the business
1: yeah really good question Um, we we operate on an EOS system um, so we we have very sort of clear goals over the next three to five years Uh, for us it is first of all getting ourselves to elite we're a diamond partner at the moment we are closing in on elite Um, if I'm honest we're hoping to be there by the end of this year so that's a short term short term goal for us Um, But we're well on the way and that's been largely due to the help of uh, our technical team here and actually some direct team from HubSpot as well uh, supporting us with deals um, because they wanted us to implement. So that's been a great assistance for us. But essentially what we are looking to do is just really build up our client base. Uh, We have uh, profit targets and revenue targets over the next three to five years, which we need to achieve. And for us, it's all around making our customers as happy as possible and growing with us and ensuring that we can essentially innovate within the space as well, not just in housing, but with the RLG markets as well. We wanna make sure that we are consistently growing um, and with our existing accounts, we wanna grow those to be the the best accounts in in the UK as well. So it's it's, it's a really exciting time to be a part of the business. Um, I've certainly enjoyed my journey here so far and Yeah, it's just exciting because at the moment we're we're trying to release new products. We're trying to release new retained services, which are a bit more flexible in the HubSpot market, um, which is tried and tested through like our technical team working on different sort of accounts. So it should enable us to help businesses grow quicker and get those leads um, that they're looking for.
0: It seems like there's loads and loads going on at the business, which is great to hear. It seems like you guys are really thriving. And I like the idea of um, you guys becoming a, a lead partner towards the end of the year. You know, some, some people, you know, the the tiering system is great and it's going to be, at most software vendors, you'll have some sort of tiering. And, you know, at some some places it doesn't not that it doesn't matter, but it's kind of like not a great indication about how uh the the partner is, is doing. But at, at HubSpot, if you've got to the elite level, that's a real commitment to get there. That's a um, not only is it a real commitment to get there, it also uh I think it would really pay off. I was talking to a, a customer uh recently who. Was, is a, a customer of ours for a long time, but they're looking to bring in HubSpot to an, another one of their companies that they're a director in. Um, it's a really big deal. It's going to be a big uh, enterprise deal, and they want to work with a, a partner, and they're going in on a, kind of a short list of elite partners. And I, when I asked them, like, you know, there's a lot of great diamond partners out there that I, I could recommend that I've worked with personally, you know, I could introduce you to, um, they told me that they really are looking for pedigree on this. They're looking mm-hmm. for they use the word pedigree and I never really thought about it like that but um when when he said that he said I want I want a long long track record of of uh, success with HubSpot in the partners that we're working with so it just kind of gives people the um, a, a really good impression that you guys are you know a, a, a fo- have a, have at least some of your business focus on HubSpot which is uh which is great so you know Hugh thanks very much for joining us here on the DubSpot partner podcast it's been really interesting having a chat with you um, I can't wait to see what Proto do next. To be honest,
1: Grace, let me speak to you today. Luke. Thanks for having me.